This is the High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. I'm Colin Castleberry, and tonight we catch up with teams from across the Upper Cumberland coming out of Week 1, some with a win, some with a loss. You'll hear from Head Coach Matten Hauser, of course, Taylor Hennigan as well of Cookville, and we catch up with Monterey and Uppermen to round out your Putnam County representation. We catch up with Warren County Head Coach Matt Turner to talk about last week's incredible win over DeKalb County and this week's UCSN Game of the Week. All that and more coming up here on the High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Built by Mountain Barn Builders, this is the High School Playbook. Colin Castleberry with you and we will begin this week with our UC Sports Nation Game of the Week. White County heading to Warren County. The Warriors taking on the Pioneers and that game has already had its kickoff pushed back to 7.30 due to the heat index. You'll hear me speak with each coach this week more than likely about the heat index, how they've dealt with it during practice. Right now, though, we start with head coach Matt Turner of Warring County in McMinnville, and we began by talking about last week's game in which his team defeated DeKalb County to start 1-0 and on the season. Uh, you know, it was great. Uh, it was very exciting. You know, of course, Coach Trapp has always got a heck of a ball team and, and big rivalry, you know, with the border battle that we call it and been battling with those guys for uh, a little bit of time now. And, and uh, you know, and of course, they got off the bus. and I mean, punched us straight in the nose, you know, and uh, – uh, Got 14 points up on us, and and but hats off to my kids. They just they just gritted their teeth and 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 started to compete, and you know either shook the jitters off or whatnot, but uh, started chopping wood and 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 came back, and you know and and finished the game, and and just found a way to win, uh, you know. And of course, uh, I'd rather be lucky as good any day, and because uh, Coach Trap, you know, they was unfortunate they had a couple drop balls and and you know uh had some penalties that really played in our favor but you know uh young young my squad's pretty young this year and and just a big stage and of course Nunley stadium was rocking you know had both counties there filling it up and then just uh a good you know uh, uh friday night the you know that we want to do you mentioned it to me in the off season if not this team who if not now when what does it say about your team's mentality for them to go down 14 points mount this comeback and win this game because I don't think it's too much of a stretch to say previous years Warren County may not do that well hey it's not a that 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 is as close to the truth as you can say and I've been uh, I've been on the sideline many of those years that we get punched in the mouth like that, and you just you hear that, you feel it, uh, you see it, and you feel it like, oh, here we go again, you know. Uh, and uh, we've really, you know, been up front and, and told those guys that that's the mentality that we're we're working hard every day to break, uh, and and they're buying into the. Uh, uh, the 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 process, you know, and that's what we're trying to teach these guys. That yeah, I mean, we every, we want to win every game we can every Friday night, but there it's there's going to be a process to this, and and just stay the course and have faith and 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 believe uh, that the work that they're putting in and and the things that they're doing is 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 going to pay dividends, and you know, and and that showed that showed true Friday night. You know, so I mean, it was it was exciting to actually see uh, 
I mean, it felt like a whole day. I've been on the sideline many games at Nunley Stadium, and it, and you could just it, you just it felt different, and it felt good. It was obviously a matchup of two very very talented quarterbacks. We'll start with yours. The performance of Alex Van Buren on Friday night. What a job by him. What what went well for him? What did you love about his performance? Gritty as I'll get out on Friday. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's been awesome. You know, uh, I've I've been fortunate to have some good quarterbacks. You know, with, I mean, as far as going back with C.J. Taylor, and we all know how special that young man was, Nate Elrod last year, and of course Alex played a little bit last year. But every year that I've been the head coach, uh, we've been so kind of our talent pool's been kind of pretty low that I've had to have the quarterbacks playing defense as well. Uh, but we made a full commitment this year to just allow the quarterbacks to play that quarterback position. Uh, and I think that has been a huge um, um, ingredient to make, you know, Alex be able to perform the way he did, have the confidence he needed to, and, and be tuned in and actually get on the sideline when the defense is on the field and make corrections and talk to our, our QB coach and, and, uh, you know, and then he has just gotten better each and every practice, uh, you know, and, and just the, the full commitment of being able to be the, you know, be the uh, shot caller and the trigger man and the QB one. And, and, uh, and, and we've got a couple other kids that, you know, were um, uh, his backups that, you know, were, you know, keeping some good pressure on him. Uh, but, you know, he led uh, his lineman you know because uh he, he was scrambling quite a bit you know uh the cab had, had had a kid that man we couldn't we couldn't stop um <laughs> with a police escort i don't think but uh we finally uh got him kind of figured out and you know and he was able to step up uh stand in the pocket get rid of the ball quick just all of those things that um, you know, you want out of your quarterback and, and uh, knowing the reads and knowing, the, knowing you know, uh, when to throw it away or when to, you know, just live to play another down, you know. So it was just hats off to him, you know, and he's such a competitive young man. Uh, he, and, and, and what's crazy is, you know, this is technically his, uh, his third year of playing football. The kid never played any football until his sophomore year. So uh, just the confidence in his performance and his his own mindset's just been awesome and it's going I'm just expecting it to just continue well certainly you guys get the benefit of staying in McMinnville this Friday night but the challenge doesn't get any easier a very very white talented white county team coming in what do you guys have to do to continue to improve this week and obviously what do you have to do specifically to begin to to kind of counter all of the different things white county can do Ah, uh, you know, obviously, you know, and I'm excited. They always say, you know, you you should make your best uh, improvements from week one to week two. Um, and we didn't get to play a jamboree, so I'm really anxious to see with the video and the film and the corrections that we've been working on in practice, uh, just execution, do what we do. Uh, we've really been focused on Warren County Pioneers. You know, we've uh, obviously we know what White County is capable of doing. Uh, you know, I feel like their secondary is, is, is talented and athletic as all get out. Uh, and then of course, uh, opinion, <laughs> you know, you go from trap to opinion. I mean, it's, uh, it's almost two of the same, you know, uh, uh, the opinion kid is, is, he is just fun to watch. Um, he's very tough to try to 
game plan to stop because you know you can tell he's a gamer and he and he wants the ball in his hand and uh so a lot of the same from last week you know gonna have to really keep him in check uh and and make sure that he's accounted for and then he we don't allow him to to break contain on us uh because that is a kid that singly handedly uh can beat a team uh so you know and then defense i mean that's defensively just wrapping them up and, and you know making good tackles and offensively i feel like we just got to execute and stay on our tracks and sustain blocks and secure the football and all the same things that every head coach is preaching right now you know and i think it's going to be a another great game you know i feel like every game if we're if we're winning a game, it's going to be a good game, you know, because we're going to just uh, we're kind of thin and and but we're scrappy. Uh, so and I know Sparta's the same because we got technically the same kids, you know, we're in the same you know uh, location. Uh, so uh, and a lot of them know each other, and uh, so it'll be a fun fun game. But yeah, I just think it's going to come down to execution, you know, and uh, fundamentals of blocking and tackling. Obviously, today and tomorrow are going to be probably the worst of it, but how are you guys, like so many teams across the area, dealing with the heat this week in terms of still getting in your preparation while adhering to TWSAA guidelines? Yeah, well, we've already, uh, you know, uh, uh, practiced uh, Wednesday uh, in the morning. Uh, got in, got a good good practice at 5.30 in the morning. Uh, and we're going to do the same thing on Thursday, uh, which is going to allow our kids to uh, – you know, maybe get off the feet and get out of the heat and rest up. Uh, Tuesday's practice, Monday, Tuesday, we was, we actually stayed in the heat and practiced after school. And, and you know, because we got, to, I think there's a fine line of balancing, trying to make sure we're acclimated for because it, it's going to be hot Friday night. Uh, so we can't pamper them and, and, and coddle them too much and keep them in the AC and then expect them to perform on Friday night. But I feel like we got two good days uh, in the heat uh, Monday. And Tuesday, and then uh, we're going to have, you know, try to get two good days in uh, in the morning to uh, maybe hopefully allow these kids to get their legs under them and hydrate and be ready to go. Pioneers head football coach Matt Turner. When we come back here on the high school playbook, we'll catch up with another coach who got a big win last week in Adam Kane of the Upperman Bees. Built by Mountain Barn Builders, this is the high school playbook. Flipping open the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders, I'm Colin Castleberry. We come back now to Putnam County where we check in with head coach Adam Kane and the Upperman Bees coming off a big win against Fayetteville. We asked Coach Kane what they have to do to start 2-0 and with a tough Lebanon team coming to Baxter. Yeah, uh, you know, obviously they they uh, play in a, in a uh, you know, the 6A division where they're you know, they play some pretty good ball, um, obviously, and so we're, we're going to have to raise our level of play just to kind of match their physicality and intensity level and the whole deal. Um, and then they got some, you know, really dynamic athletes, um, you know, some guys that can can really hurt you with the ball in their hands, um, and most of them play, you know, on the defensive side as well, um, you know, uh, which brings them, you know, a lot of speed on that side of the ball, and um, you know, really, really sound group. And um, you know, I think uh, over the last few years, they're used to winning football games, so I'm sure they're going to come up here with a with a great deal of confidence, and uh, you know, hope and 
we're going to have our, you know, our hands full to, uh, you know, try to match that uh, intensity level and, and hopefully we can, you know, get better in this football game. Your program has been a program that's been known for going out and trying to set the tone as early as possible, metaphorically punch the other team in the mouth and see how they respond. What do you guys have to do or how do you do that on Friday night, come out and set the tone early against Lebanon? Yeah, um, that's a good question. You know, I, I think number one, anytime you're going against a team that's got you know really really fast players, you got to first of all just kind of acclimate your team to the you know the speed of the game. Um, you know, in, in order to do that, you can't be sitting on your heels. You know, we we've got a um, a lot of kids that have played a lot of ball that play for us, so I, I don't think that will be a, a huge problem um you know the guys that maybe it's new to they're just going to have to you know get in where they fit in and and uh if if they're not ready to go against these guys they're going to get exposed and and we'll we'll probably have to find somebody else to roll in there you mentioned how lebanon despite being a 6a school and a 6a program has a lot of guys that play both ways offensively and defensively how do you combat a team that has that level of depth and that level of talent that they have a lot of guys, but a lot of guys are playing both ways because they're that good? Yeah. Well, it, you know, that is a concern, uh, you know, especially with the heat, the way it's been, uh, the way it's supposed to be or, or going to uh, be this weekend. Um, you know, early in the season, the, your depth is a, is a big concern. Um I think, you know, you, we can run all the wind sprints and stuff we want to, and, and I do think that helps a little bit. But the only way you really get in football shape is to play football games. And, you know, week two is not quite long enough. Uh, we, we should be a little better prepared for it than last week. But but still, you know, we're we're going to have some – we're going to have to rest some guys. Um, you know, you say they got some going both ways. They don't have as many as we do, so that is a concern. Um, you know, so we're going to have to kind of have some rotations ready. Um, and we've, we've already kind of been mindful of that rolling into this week. And uh, But, you know, at the end of the day, th- these are the kind of games we want to play in. Uh, these are the kind of games I want to coach in. Um, win, lose, or draw is going to make you better. Uh, it's going to prepare you for, you know, a, a rugged region uh, slate that we have. And so, um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping my guys kind of sense that and, and you know, we'll, we'll at least be ready for this opportunity. Adam Kane, Upperman B's head coach. Coach Kane, we talked Saturday about what a beautiful night it was Friday night. Now you uh, or the people here, you talking about the heat. Part of coaching is making adjustments how do you adjust to the heat this week for practice, still get in what you need to get in, and then get your team prepared for Friday night, which will be a lot hotter uh, than it was last week? Yeah, you know, we, we've kind of had a long-standing policy here. Um, when, it, when the heat index, you know, there's there's all kinds of state rules and mandates on, on um, heat policy, and so anytime we feel like it, could come into question whether or not we we can practice in full pads and so on and so forth. We always bump things back, and so we'll, we'll go a good bit later. Uh, we'll probably be on the field five thirty, five forty-five 
to begin practice, um, which is a little more closer to game time anyway. So it's not that big of a deal. My, my I do get concerned with getting them home late, but the only way to really get anything in this week is, you know, in terms of full pads is going to be go late. And so we, we've bumped practice back about an hour and a half and, um, Hopefully we'll be off the field by by seven thirty. Upperman B's head coach Adam Kane, you heard him there at the end mention, you know, seven thirty. Well, turns out this week Upperman having to move their game back to eight p.m. That is an eight p.m. kickoff between the Bees and Lebanon due to that heat index that we've asked two coaches about and will continue to ask coaches about throughout the night here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Colin Castleberry back with you on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. We stay in Putnam County and head up the hill to Monterey where we talk with head coach Scott Hughes who last week said he was not happy with where his team was in week one, did not feel like they were where they were supposed to be and yet they go on the road and take a game from Cannon County, a big win for the Wildcats. Asked Scott Hughes off the top how proud he was of his team's resiliency and their ability to get the win. You know, I was really proud. It was a good win for our program. Uh, A lot of new faces playing, a lot of inexperience. And, uh, you know, to go on the road in a a really, really good environment, good atmosphere. And, uh, you know, we've done some things uh, to put ourselves behind the eight ball. And, uh, you know, I take responsibility for that as as a coach. I've got to – you know, be better and, and, you know, make sure that we communicate better and, and have a better understanding of, of what we're trying to achieve and, and some of our issues with communication breakdowns. Uh, and so we spent a lot of time this week trying to, trying to clean those issues up. But, you know, to be down in the fourth quarter against a team that's got a Division One athlete, um, you know, several schools have offered uh, their, their tight end receiver, defensive end, and he's a great player. Um, but to be down going into the fourth and, and to uh, – to be able to get in there and grind and, and end up with a two-score victory is uh, huge for our young men. What does it also mean for the program and, and for your, your guys to be able to carry the momentum of that game into this week, knowing they didn't play their best? And, and kind of as you pointed out last week leading into the game, that you guys weren't necessarily where you wanted to be in week one. Well, you know, obviously uh, we're not being where we wanted to be showed its head a couple times and, and, you know, it, it was good for us to, to get a victory. And, you know, I think it created some momentum for us this week. Uh, still have a long, long way to go uh, as a team. And, and our guys are working extremely hard. And, uh, you know, another huge road test this week. But hopefully last week was able to kind of get us over the hump that we can uh, do some things. And, and there's, there's a lot of things that uh, we've got to improve on. But, uh, you know, hopefully it's just a little shot of momentum to get us going. Yeah, obviously you said it, a big road test coming up on Friday. We'll talk about that momentarily. Right now, though, we got to talk about the week leading up to Friday, and that is the heat and the heat index. Coach, how are you, like so many programs across the Upper Cumberland, combating the heat and the heat index uh, and kind of playing along with the regulations set down by the TSSAA while getting in all of your necessary preparations? Well, you know, we, well, you know, from, from, Standpoint number one, we started talking about hydration on Friday night after the game. 
Um, I was in communication with our guys then over the weekend about taking care of their bodies and, and doing what they're supposed to do to be a high-level athlete and being able to recover and replenish. Um, and, and so our guys hear that every day. We talk about the nutrition part um, every day. And then uh, from there, you know, it, it's just making the adjustment, being able to communicate with our trainer. Our trainer does a phenomenal job. Um, and, and just kind of making those adjustments to what we can do, what we can't do, what we need to add. You know, do we need uh, to add some more water to our practice schedule or, or some more downtime to our practice schedule? Um, you know, for us, being on the plateau and, and you know, being in Monterey, uh, temperatures tend to tend to be a little bit less than what they are in Cookville and Baxter. And uh, so, you know, knock on wood, hopefully we won't have a huge, huge impact. We'll just have to be more uh, vigilant on what we're doing and, and you know, understand the, the heat aspect of it for our athletes. Uh, but, you know, we're, we're hoping to be able to just have some minimal modifications. And, and as far as kickoff goes on Friday, uh, you know, we'll be in contact with Rockwood, and, and we already have. We've not made any decisions. Uh, but Coach Webb is, is a great guy, um, close friend of mine, and, and he and I talk quite a bit anyway. And uh, So I, I know we'll, we'll work with them to, to make the decision best on both parties. Rockwood, a very tough opponent, as you mentioned. What do they do that you guys – have to kind of key on on Friday night? And then what are the things you guys are working on personally this week to get better at to try to get to a point where you feel good about where you're at? Well, Coach Webb does a phenomenal job, he and his staff at Rockwood. And, you know, you go back and look at the body of work he's had over his tenure as the head coach at Rockwood, and they're, they're winning region championships and deep playoff runs and uh, just, just a very historic football program. Uh, under his tenure and, and, you know, proud to say that he's a friend of mine, uh, such a, a high respect for him. Uh, but they're going to be wing T. They're going to come right at you. Uh, fullback is a hard-nosed young man, great, great player on both sides of the football. Um, they got some speed out on the edges, not not very big uh, in stature, but, man, they can fly. Um, and, and their front seven on both sides is just super aggressive, um, really, really upfield players. Um, on defense, and then those same guys flip over and play offense, and and they're getting a ton of push in their wing tee, and and so you got to be so good because uh, you know they can they can gash in the middle in that wing tee, running some counter traps and things of that nature, but they're also so good in in running the buck sweep and the jet uh, when they get out on the perimeter. So you got to be very very disciplined, and and you got to be able to play defense in multi levels uh, this week, and and you got to understand what is coming at you, and you got to be able to decipher the the play, uh, you know, pre snap. In all honesty, and understand what your rules are. Monterey Wildcats head coach Scott Hughes, and as of now, their game still set to kick off at seven p.m. Stay tuned to ucsportsnation.com and. Here on Sports Radio 104.7, we will keep you up to date on start times for all the games across the Upper Cumberlands. Right now, though, we take another break, come back, and we finish up here in Putnam County with Cookville head coach Taylor Hennigan on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. We stay in Putnam County here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. And we close it out in the county with Cookville second-year head coach Taylor Hennigan. The Cavs obviously came up just short against Stone Memorial last Friday night, but head coach Taylor Hennigan let us know that it went about the way he expected, just needed a little bit more consistency out of his team and his defense. Yeah, honestly, I guess a little bit kind of what I expected to play out. Um, 
you know, they were going to throw the ball around and, and we had to make sure that we were sound and, and do our job. And unfortunately, just looking back at the film, we just weren't consistent enough with eye discipline and the things that you have to do against good quarterbacks. Um, you know, defensively, although I thought our defense played well in a lot of areas, we just, you know, didn't quite get it done. Um, you know, falling behind early, I was really proud of us to, to come back and, and our guys stayed even keel. We got the lead going into halftime and, um, you know, again, two, uh, you know, pretty pretty evenly matched teams. Um, like I said, I knew we were going to have a tough game on our hands, so um, knew it was going to be a close game. And unfortunately, just didn't didn't quite pull it out. You mentioned it. Your team resilient uh, had the ability to go down early and come back. Your defense played well at times. What didn't work out for you guys on that final drive? Uh, obviously, going up against a very good quarterback. Want to give Stone uh, all the credit in the world, but what didn't work for your defense there on that final drive? Yeah, like I said, just uh, just some assignment stuff keeping the quarterback contained didn't do a good job of that several times throughout the night um and then just lost our eyes in coverage you know one of those situations where ball's kind of close to the end zone and you, you try to probably do a little bit more than you're asked to do as a defensive back and end up kind of watching the ball a little bit instead of keying on your guy so uh Happens a lot. Happens a lot more than I think a lot of people realize. Um, unfortunately, you know, you got a guy that uh, sees the field well and all that. It, he found the open man. So disappointing, you know, obviously disappointing for our kids. I thought we, in, in a lot of ways, we played well enough to win. Um, but, you know, that's football. Speaking of playing well enough to win and great quarterback play despite the interception that, that did set up that final drive, a great game for Blake Owen on the ground and, and in a lot of ways through the air. Uh, what did you like from your quarterback on Friday and, and what can he kind of uh, take with him and continue to improve? Yeah, obviously the first thing, the physical presence that he brings, the running the football um, is something we haven't had in a few years. So uh, that's exciting. And I, he just played really hard, and, and that's not surprising at all. Um, he's one of the strongest and, and hardest workers on our team. So I knew that he would do that. Um, you know, it's really his first game, uh, even though it feels like an Owen has been playing quarterback or, or being a big part of our team for a while. But – you know, really his first game, I know he, he started one one game as a freshman a couple of years ago, but, um, you know, there were some things that were on him, you know, some mistakes that he knows he has to clean up. Uh, and then there's some things that may look like it was on him and it was really more on our execution at other positions. So um, bottom line, you can't turn the ball over three times. Um, but at the end of the day, Really proud of his effort, and I think we've got something to build off of in the run game, you know, through him. How do you clean those turnover issues up this week in practice? How do you uh, make sure that whether it's Blake himself or kind of the guys and the execution around him improves so that next week you can win that turnover battle? Yeah, ironically, I, I don't know. I might be wrong on this, but I'm not sure we had a turnover in any of our preseason games, uh, scrimmages, you know, two scrimmages in a, in a game. Um, you know, we didn't turn the ball over, and then we have three in, in week one, which is not not really what you want to do. But, you know, I think just the importance and the understanding of big picture, if we don't turn the ball over and we punt the football, just the chances and the odds of, of us getting off the field defensively, um, 
increased dramatically and you know without getting too technical you know kind of common sense you know the longer you force a team to drive the field the better chance you have of success and so we've got to just understand that sometimes throwing the ball away um, even taking a sack is not as bad as obviously throwing an interception so um, just got to build on that and I think that'll come with experience. Talking about practice this week, what are you guys doing to combat the heat and some of the weather this week? As obviously we know early in the fall, things can go from a beautiful Friday night like we had to a week and a Friday coming up uh, where it is going to be summer level kind of hot. Yeah, it's going to be a challenge. I mean, like you said, last week was so nice. It probably even feels worse than um, than it already is this week, but um, you got to be smart. Obviously, you can't you can't try to push the limits and and risk player safety. So, we will uh, we'll meet, which we typically do anyways, um, and then we'll, we'll probably go inside for a couple hours or an hour um, to stay out of the heat. And then once it does cool down, we'll probably take the pads off and go do some walkthrough stuff and get get field space and get our distancing and, and just kind of get alignment, especially special teams-wise, get some of that stuff done um, without pads on. So we'll we'll have to adjust. It'll be a little bit different, um, you know, this week, but I think our guys will handle that well. Cookville Cavaliers head coach Taylor Hennigan. Coach Hennigan and the Cookville Cavaliers will be making a decision overnight as to whether or not they will be moving their game back from 7 o'clock. Obviously, the heat index affecting so many teams across the Upper Cumberlands. But for right now, Cookville taking on Pure Academy is still a 7 p.m. kickoff. That was, again, head coach, second-year man Taylor Hennigan from the Cavaliers of Cookville. When we come back, we head up the road, up Highway 111 to Livingston and catch up with first-year head coach, Matten Hauser, who is still looking for his first win after a loss to Trousdale County last week. All that and more, built by Mountain Barn Builders here on the High School Playbook. The High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. I'm Colin Castleberry, and we take the trip up Highway 111 to Livingston, catching up with first-year head coach Matten Hauser and the Wildcats coming off a difficult loss to Trousdale County. Matten Hauser was more than ready to move on to this week, so we asked Coach Hauser what did the Wildcats have to do differently this week against White Creek, and what have they been working on so far this week in practice under the hot August sun? I'm just trying to clean up some stuff from last week. We played well from an effort standpoint. Um, defensively, I thought they did a great job of flying to the ball and, and uh, tackling, and they played a big physical team but didn't back down. Um, but we also had some tough penalties and tough situations, especially offensively when we had a couple drives going that got stopped by penalties. And um, Special teams is the same boat. We've had some big plays special teams-wise, but we've also had plays brought back due to blocking the back or holding calls. We've got to clean those kind of things up. Those are discipline issues. Uh, there are also effort penalties that we can live with to an extent, but we've got to be smarter and play smarter. So. Working on some of that stuff, just working to uh, make sure that we're crisp and ready to go uh, when Friday night gets here. How do you coach that up, right? How do you coach up that we, we, we love the effort and we love the effort play, but, you know, you got to be a little bit smarter. What is the differentiation uh, for you guys? You know, it's tough. Um, a lot of times things are moving so fast for these kids when they're on the field. And, and when you're watching it 
from the stands, or you're watching it on the video, you're, you always question why are they doing this or why are they doing that, but then you realize they're seeing things move a lot faster and they're having to react. And you just got to continue to harp on the fact that if, if you can't see the front of their jersey, don't hit them, or if you're behind the play, you just let them go. Uh, you know, we keep teaching technique-wise of how to block so that you can kind of alleviate some of the uh, holding calls. But, you know, it, you're going to have calls throughout, and sometimes the referees see it differently um, each week to, depending on the situation. So sometimes you get some um, some situations that come out that, that, you know, there's just no no way around, and you have guys making mistakes. But we'll, we'll just keep – continue to coach it and and uh i know our kids are smart they they work hard so they'll they'll continue to clean it up hoping to get a few guys back this week as well including several starters how big a benefit is that going to be for you guys and how ready do you think they'll be coming off of you know various things uh you know i think we get probably six seven eight guys back this week that are in our two deep um several starters and some that are just first subs off the bench and and i think they'll be ready to go they're um, you know, some of them are dealing with concussion issues or whatever it may be, and they've been out here at getting acclimated and getting going through their concussion protocols. So they're, they've been around it. Um, we've had others that are doing some work on their own and trying to get their bodies ready to play. So we're excited about it. I think that they'll be ready to go. As we stand out here, obviously looking out on practice, uh, everybody outside of shoulder pads, outside of helmets, because – the heat is a factor this week. It was not last week. It is this week. It is what it is. Uh, but how are you guys kind of combating that? What are you guys doing to to still get all your prep in while uh, adhering to the TWSAA guidelines? Yeah, you know, everybody across the state's in the same boat. I mean, you're, we're all dealing with heat, and either you practice super early in the morning or super late in the afternoon to maybe try to get around it. We just don't really have that luxury right now. You know, we, we practice when we, when we can get most of our kids here so that they're able to prepare and so you got to make adjustments uh today it's a little warm so we're we're currently without helmets and shoulder pads but if if it gets between a certain temperature we can add our helmets and shoulder pads so we'll just continue to make adjustments continue to do what we need to do to stay within the guidelines and uh you know it's same time getting our kids acclimated to heat and trying to teach as much as we can to get ready for friday livingston academy head coach Matten hauser still looking for win number one at his alma mater he'll have a good chance to get it this week at home hosting white creek that game still slotted for a 7 p.m kickoff though of course the heat index could change that we'll keep you updated as i've said on ucsportsnation.com and on sports radio 104.7 that being said When we come back, it's Clay County head coach Bruce Lamb who looks to bounce back the Bulldogs do from a loss at York last week here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Bulldogs of Clay County went on the road last week and fell in Jamestown to the York Institute Dragons 26 to nothing. Head coach Bruce Lamb now here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders discussing last week's game, his feelings, and what his team may be able to learn from what he proclaimed as their toughest opponent they'll face all season. Well, you know, it's a, they're a really good football team. Uh, we knew that going in, and it went to, they went to the semifinals last year and uh, didn't lose many people, and we knew uh, it was going to be tough and probably our toughest opponent of the year. So, uh, you know, we went up there and into a – you know, it's it's a hard place to play, no matter uh, if they're good or not. So, 
you know, it's going to be tough. And our kids came out, and, and we learned a lot. You know, it, it did come out in our favor. But uh, that's a really good football team. Coach Wright has got those guys playing really well this early already. Turnovers were a really big deal in this game both ways. Oh, what do you guys have to do offensively to clean up your turnovers? But how can the defense also on the other side maybe continue the momentum of forcing a few the way they did on Friday night? Uh, you know, we just got to keep keep working. And uh, it, that's one thing we kind of stressed this week is, you know, taking care of the ball. And, and uh, you know, and we'll do that. You know, we've got, we've got kids that don't, are playing that don't have a whole lot of experience right now. And, uh, you, you know, the more we play, the better we're going to be. And, uh, you know, that, I think that'll be fine. But our defense did play hard. I mean, they played really hard. It wasn't perfect, but they played really hard and kept us in the game at times. And uh, I was very proud of that. Offensively, uh, York really felt like they had an answer for almost anything you guys did, be it uh, a form of the option, the pass game, the run game. What can you guys do this week to continue to improve each aspect of your offense? And obviously, of course, we give credit to a really, really good, as you mentioned, York defense. Yeah, I mean, we just got to continue what we're doing and, and just, you know, build off of what we did. You know, we we had nine guys uh, doing something really well and two not. And it was a two different ones every time. Um, so, you know, we just got to get everybody on the same page. And, you know, the repetition. Repetition could get you where you need to be. This week, obviously, coming up, uh, you know, just as tough a game maybe, but w- what are you looking forward to this week from your team as you continue practice and obviously look forward to another Friday night? Uh, you know, I just look forward to uh, just get better, you know, and, and we've done that in the you know first little bit already. You know, we've gotten better from what we were last past Friday night. And, and we'll keep continue to get better, just continue to improve each week and, and see where we are at the end of the season. Clay County Bulldogs head coach Bruce Lamb heavily concentrated right now on his team, his guys, and they themselves getting better. On the opposite side of last week's uh, game of the week, the York Dragons, the 26-0 winner, here's York Institute Dragons head coach Derwin Wright on how his team is preparing in what is a little bit longer week this week. A Saturday game against Grace Christian Knoxville for the Dragons. Well, we just backed everything up today. You know, we normally do uh, film as a coaching staff on Sunday. We did it on Monday afternoon and and uh, film with the kids. And then, like today's are going to be like our Monday practice, and then we'll just go go down the line like that. So, just backed it up. How are you guys combating the weather this week? A lot of teams dealing with heat index issues, of course, the state regulations uh, stating how and when you can practice. How are you guys kind of doing your best to combat that, still get in your uh, your prep time and your practice time? Well, we're like everybody else. We just got to monitor it and make sure that, you know, what the index is. And uh, if it's too high, then, you know, we, we don't have any option but go inside in the gym and uh, – you know, get the best best we can do and get the best work we can inside the gym. You guys welcome a team from across the timeline, uh, getting to go back-to-back weeks in Jamestown. What is it that Grace Christian is going to bring to York Institute that you guys have to try to uh, counter this week coming up? Well, I think one, one of the things, uh, they throw the ball really well. Uh, they uh, have – he's got several – 
really good receivers. Uh, they also have a strong, hard nose running back, number twenty six. He's uh, he's a downhill runner and uh, runs 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 really well. Uh, and uh, they're they're very good in the kicking game. They've got an excellent kicker. Uh, he uh, he's uh, a weapon, not definitely an offensive weapon for them. So they've got a lot of they've got a lot of good players, and uh, we've got a lot to work to do. You guys on the other side, obviously offensively, were able to have a pretty decent day, 26 points against Clay County. How do you continue that success this week against a stingy Grace Christian defense, be it in the run game where you had four touchdowns or uh, finding even more success through the air? Well, we've you know looked at our film and we've made a lot of corrections on technique things, uh, you know, this different guys linemen not getting a – head on the right side on blocks and just, just things like that. So, you know, we're just really working on ourselves as much as anything. How good does it feel as a coach to be in week two and, and kind of already feel like you're working on the, the littler things, right? The getting your head just on the right side of a block or uh, changing, you know, a slight alignment. Does it feel good in week two to sort of be in a place where you can concentrate on the little things? You're not necessarily having to look at major things. Well, you know, yes, but we also have there's there's some things that we're still <laughs> sure. working on major things, obviously. But uh, you know, overall, I felt like uh, in in most of what we were doing, the, the kids understood the concept but you know again we just uh we we had uh, some little things but you know obviously we're we're asking a lot of them from the offensive side of the ball because we're running two different style offenses at people and uh so you know it puts a lot on them but uh i'm, I'm pleased where we're at right now we've still got a long way to go York Institute Dragons head coach Derwin Wright still a long way to go but you heard him there he is pleased with where his team is right now. Another coach more than likely pleased with where his team is, White County head coach Curtis Beatty. We'll catch up with the Warriors head coach when we come back on the final segment here of the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. We began the show by talking to Warren County head coach Matt Turner. Now we go to the head coach on the other side of this week's UCSN Game of the Week, Curtis Beatty and the White County Warriors here on the High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach Beatty understands the challenge in front of them as they take the trip to McMinnville this week. We asked, what does White County have to key on to pick up a victory against the Pioneers? Well, they're they're really big up front. They've they've got a really good quarterback. You already talked about he 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 moves really well. Gets gets them out of trouble sometimes. Uh, he's got they got two or three different running backs with the the wing tee that they run. And when they, they can spread it out, they're not just a wing tee team anymore. They'll get out and spread. And they've got multiple receivers he can throw to. They're just they're a lot more dynamic than uh, we're used to seeing at Warren County, which is uh, just always makes it a little bit tougher on your defense coordinator preparing for. What are some of the things specifically that you've talked to your team about in terms of you know preparing for the wing T? Not necessarily something you see every week. We talked last week about tempo, obviously, not something you see all the time. This week, a wing T that you're not going to see uh, all that often. Right. Well, it's it's one of those things where you uh, have you got to play discipline defensive football, 
everybody's got a job to do. They got to do their job and not not get their eyes in the backfield, start chasing motions and and things like that. You got to read your keys and play your spot, and that's the big message we've sent to those kids: like do your job, let everybody do their job, and and be in the right spot, and we'll see where we we lie at the end. But if you start chasing and start doing other people's jobs, that's that's how the wing tee gashes you. On the other side, uh, a team, obviously, for you guys that put up a lot of points last season, last week, uh, I hate to say just 26, because, I mean, that's still a, still a lot of points in high school football, but how do you guys continue to improve offensively uh, going up against uh, maybe a bit bigger, stronger Warren County team this week? Well, the first thing we got to do is uh, cut out the penalties. We, we had a couple scores called back in the Silverdale game just just dumb holding penalties or, or things where you're you're lined up as a receiver, not on the bottom you should be. Things that inexperience causes sometimes, but we got to grow up quick. You at high school football, you only got ten weeks, so got to grow up quick, and we got to cut those out. That'll help tremendously, and we just got to continue to lean on Trip Pinion and and Darvon Richmond and and the two freshman running backs, Cole and JoJo, and just and let our offense progress as it as it comes over the season, but. Number one thing is we can't have dumb penalties. Obviously, got to fix the the pre-snap stuff, a wide receiver not lining up on the football, things like that. What do you do to coach these guys about those effort penalties, though? Obviously, we don't want to get a hold, but I don't want a guy to to not block all the way through You know the whistle. Right, and the main thing is, is just being – Smart about where where the ball's at and trying to work her butt. It's it's more technique than it is anything. And officials can call holds on every single play. Uh, that's the way the game is played. You just got to be smart when, a, and that's what we're telling them. When a guy turns his shoulder and tries to pull away, you got to let him go and 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 things like that. Uh, if a DB turns his back on you, you just got to stop. Don't don't continue to block him in the back. I mean, it's not really. Don't stop your effort. You just got to be smarter about how you're doing it. Back-to-back weeks on the road to begin the season. The White County Warriors taking on the Warren County Pioneers. Coach, last question here. Uh, last week, you made a very big deal about how proud you were of your team's mentality going across the timeline to take on Silverdale. Uh, do you expect, I assume, the same mentality this week going on the road to McMinnville to take on the Pioneers? Well, that's that's the only way we can be successful. we got to have that mentality. Hey, it's a business trip. We're going to be. We're going to go down there and try to be the most physical football team, and and see where the cards lie at the end of the day. Uh, otherwise, White County cannot be successful if we're not the most physical football team on Friday night. White County Warriors head football coach Curtis Beatty here on the High School Playbook. I'm Colin Castleberry. Thank you guys so much for joining us tonight. A quick rundown of your games to listen to this week. Sports Radio 104.7, you can hear the UCSN Game of the Week. That is White County visiting Warren County. Of course, on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV, you can tune in for Livingston Academy hosting White Creek. And on News Talk 94.1, it's Cookville hosting Pier Academy. Currently, Livingston Academy and Cookville are set to be 7 p.m. kickoffs. Cookville's head coaches letting me know that they will make a decision overnight if they plan to move kickoff. And the White County at Warren County game has been moved back to 730 
on Sports Radio. Other games around the region quickly that you can be watching for. Upper Men hosting Lebanon. That one an 8 p.m. kickoff. And York with a rare Saturday game. They will play host in Jamestown to Grace Christian out of Knoxville. I'm Colin Castleberry. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. This has been the High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders.